Hello, everyone. This is Liberty Bernal, and welcome to Motivated with Liberty. As many of you know, I've been talking a lot lately about a huge shift that I recently made along with my husband, Ryan, and I'm starting to find that some amazing people in my community are figuring out similar things. And I couldn't help but gasp when I saw a post on, I believe it was Facebook, Facebook or Instagram from my friend, Andrea, who is a fellow mom in the community. And we've gone way back with siblings and friends who, you know, sharing high school life. Um, And I, you know, Andrea and I first, I think connected, I swear it was because of running and obsessive running. And then recently Andrea made this post where her body was like banging. And I was like, oh my gosh. And so anyway, before I dive into that, Andrea talk more, Andrea and I talk more about it. Um, Andrea Bagshaw is who I'm about to officially introduce. Andrea is 46. She is super mom with three preteen boys, four stepkids, a husband that go along with those kiddos and two dogs. And she works full time in mortgage lending. So obviously a super busy life. And 15 years ago, Andrea started working out after her first son was born and she joined a local running group. Like a lot of us do. We think, well, I want to lose weight. I'm going to run. And she got hooked on it. And as I follow Andrea on social media, she's done all these really long races and marathon, half marathon, that kind of thing. Um, So her journey began there, but it shifted recently. And even with that busy of a life, Andrea's recently lost weight. She has dropped fat like crazy. Andrea, welcome. Before I just start talking for you, welcome to Motivated. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Of course. Thank you. Well, you are like the best sport because I saw your photo and I was like, you know, of course I commented, I'm like, oh my gosh. And then we were messaging on, on like Instagram or Facebook. And then I was like, well, here, just text me, you know, we we were texting and then it was like, you need to share what you've done because the change in your body is dramatic, but there's other changes that have been really positive. So first things first, you know, I, I introduced you, but you know, say hello, tell us more about yourself and (laughs) what's going on. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. So you are completely right. Um, I know our journey has started way back when with running and I was never really into fitness until I had my first son. And like you had said, uh, I needed to lose a lot of weight. And so I started running and there was a local running club and they trained us for a half marathon. And over that time, I just got addicted to how the running felt and how it was mentally for me. And especially as I started having my kids, because I had all three of my boys within four years and it became became (laughs) kind of like my saving grace. I put them in the big running stroller, Mm -hmm. all three of them, and we'd be able to go on these 10 mile runs and it was wonderful, but it didn't, I was able to lose weight, which was great. And I was, a, I actually lost 95 pounds from the time I had had my first son. Wow. Andrea. My, one of my races, but I was, you know, at that time I had done Nutrisystem also and, okay. and that kind of helped, but yeah. knowing now I would, you know, veer away from doing that. My food is very different now, but yeah, I kind of stayed on that path for a long time. I became, and I feel like 
this generation of women in their 40s, we were told skinny's the best. And yeah. the way you're going to get there is by starving yourself, mm -hmm. running, excessive exercising, and Diet Cokes. I mean, that's kind of what we did. <laughs> yes. And over <laughs> so time, true. I'm looking at all these women and they're just, my body's not changing. And I remember mm -hmm. my sister saying, there's a lot of fat runners out there, Andrea. Look yes. at some of these marathon runners that don't look like they've run a marathon. And my body just didn't change. There wasn't great muscle tone, um, which is really what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. um, so I had joined F45. I had done some other things, which I kind of started liking the weights, but I realized again, nothing was really changing too much. So I decided to join a gym that was weight-based and people had been telling me I'd worked with a trainer and they said, stop your cardio, stop the excessive <laughs> running, stop. Cardio is great, but you running, you're wondering why you're not building muscle and why your legs are firming in any capacity. It's because you're running, you're running two hours a day. That's not going to do it. You're burning any muscle that you're building basically. And you know that, um, you've run like crazy. Yeah. Firsthand so, experience. Yes. <laughs> yes. And we all think the more we run, the longer we run, the better we are. We're going to be firm and toned. Um, and I did love running. I do love running, which is hard because I want to keep running as much as I was. I and, and it just doesn't work for me. Um, so I had joined this gym and everybody was saying, stop, you know, these trainers were telling me what kind of cardio to do. And I didn't know what that meant. And they said, you know, there's a challenge starting and why don't you try it? And this was really hard for me because after 15 years of doing the same thing, I said, okay, they said, you have to trust the process. Well, you yeah. And it's like, you have to reprogram your brain. Completely. Right? <laughs> and yes. I'm still reprogramming my yes. brain. Yes. And so, you know, I've struggled with anxiety, severe panic disorder, gosh, probably since my early teens, mm. progressively got worse. Um, mm -hmm. I've been medicated on the same medication since I was 21 years old. Um, this was like not being able to leave the house kind of anxiety. Oh. Um, and so uh, one thing I noticed that through lifting heavier weights, this is kind of what this whole challenge was and what I started doing was focusing less on the, you know, the cardio, the, the constant, just running repetitively, you know, mile after mile, but lifting weights and lifting heavy weights. I was always afraid of that bulk yeah. and that's not necessarily true for everybody. Um, yeah. And you can lift super heavy or some people find their strength training not so heavy, just depending on how their muscle builds. But something within the strength training and the lifting for me has like helped my anxiety twofold. It's been crazy for me. I have knocked down my medication in half, uh, which is huge for me. Super huge. Andrea, that's like, whoa, stop for a second. <laughs> like huge. And I, I'll just add in and 
I've had some podcast episodes, just so you know, about anxiety in particular. And there was a period of time, especially during COVID, where I really focused in on anxiety and social media and people were asking for more information. And, you know, it's really prevalent. And I think that we're just now getting more used to talking about it. And it's kind of socially more acceptable or, no, you know, we're more comfortable. But it's really a bigger issue than I think we all realize, and you're not alone. And I think you've realized that now too, mm-hmm. in your anxiety and there's different levels of it, but for adding in strength training, taking out that running that you probably thought was, mm-hmm. you know, your part of your therapy, right. Or part of your treatment and that the anxiety levels went down. I have to say my experience in the last couple of months has also been the same, um, where I, my anxiety levels are way lower and these shifts and, that is huge. I mean, I it's, think that it's r- just <laughs> mindful, you know, and I do love to run. I feel, you know, when I'm running, I can kind of process a lot of things in my head, but there's something about getting the endorphins up and, you know, your heart rate kind of peaking up and down. Yeah. That may have something to do with it, but whatever it was, it got me hooked through this challenge. And so the cardio within this, and they kept telling me, and I kept having to reiterate in my head, just trust the process. I'm going to give the 60 (laughs) days, trust the process, stop the crazy car. So there was cardio and there was cardio five days a week, but the cardio for this was like 30 minutes, not two hours of running flat. It was 30 minutes of either boxing the step mill, running up hills, running intervals and yes. changing it up, not doing the same thing every day and getting your heart rate up with that and lifting for me has completely changed. Not only my body form, I have muscle now. Oh my, my gosh. Body. Yes, you do. You look so good. Thank you. Not that you didn't before. That's what I want to emphasize. Like I, it's not, you know, it's just this, I mean, it's just, like amazing, you know, well, you're it was you, thin fat. <laughs> there right. was a lot of I I really wanted to tone. Yeah. My yeah. Legs. And everyone does. Yes. Everyone does. I'm sorry. If someone is listening, they're like, no, I don't want to be toned. That is not true. We all are striving for that. And we think as we get in our 40s and our hormones change, we can't anymore. But that's not true. It's not true. I find that I'm in better shape now. And, and everybody always used to say, I said, oh, I, you know, I want a perky bottom. Yeah. And they thought, there's no way I'm in my 40s. There's absolutely no way I'm not getting it at this point. And I look at before pictures when I was mm-hmm. just running and pictures now and it's night and day. You can build and you can look good and you can be toned. And, you know, us women, you know, I started kind of reading up on it. And, um, I was also working with an integrative doctor on my hormones because my hormones were really off Mm -hmm. a little bit of thyroid problem. And with this, my hormones are, feel completely balanced. I don't have any, I don't have the hot flashes at night that I was. I don't have the crazy cravings. I don't have the crazy intense periods that were starting to come. So, you know, within that, And I feel strong. And, you know, as women, as we get older, we tend to, you know, you look at older women and they're kind of curved over or, you know, they're thicker in the stomach, um, which is 
hereditary and kind of things that happen with her hormones and as we age. But if you can do things and build muscle to help with your posture and to help, I mean, who muscle is always going to be better than anything that you can carry as you get older. Yes. And so strength training was huge. And like I had told you, I've gotten my mom to start because at any age you can do it. You don't have to be in there lifting, lifting super, super heavy. Um, We all build differently and we all want to build, you know, at our own pace or, but you can do anything. Yeah. I mean, you have to kind of sort out what works best for your body type, but the key Mm -hmm. I'm hearing from you and I completely agree is strength training and less cardio. (laughs) A thousand percent. Yeah. And you've also got to talk about, because you mentioned to me before you've been doing some carb cycling and trying out some different things with, you know, like I diet, I'm making my little quotes with your diet, but the way you're eating has shifted too, you know, and it seems like that's probably added to this positive change as well. I completely agree. I think there are a few things that have changed that I feel that everybody should do. Um, One, people don't get enough protein, especially women. And the, the older we get, the more protein we need. And we need that to fuel our body. We need that to to continue to grow and to grow. the muscle isn't going to grow without these clean proteins. So I went from eating what I thought was a high amount of protein to doubling it. And I think that protein has helped tremendously. Um, we, you know, we need protein and we also need salts, you know, not, not the table salt, but the, I, I, I do one product that I take that completely hydrates me and it helps balance up my blood sugar. Um, it helps me sweat. I used to get the chills all the time because I'd be dehydrated and that has helped me, but it is carb cycling has been good to understand that we need carbs you know, you need to fuel your body. Like I said, I think we all used to think, oh, you need to do diet soda and Entenmann's fat-free foods. I love that you say Entenmann's. That's so like the snack of the nineties with the fat-free. Like, yes, that was it. I used to eat too. That was it. <laughs> yes. And, and now it's fueling your body with um, carbs a lot more carbs than I have ever eaten. Wow. And it's so opposite. I mean, which is not a bad thing because I love different points of view and different options for people. Cause I've been, I, I shared it with you before I've been doing super low carb and I haven't tried carb cycling or shifting things up just because the low carb has been really working for me and for my husband, but it doesn't mean, you know, one works better than the other. I think it means we need to get educated and understand, like you said, we need to move our mindset out of fat free or starving. Cause my thing wasn't always fat free. Like I've tried different things over the year, over the years, but I always felt like I could only lose weight, basically starving. <laughs> like I oh, was like, completely. And calorie deficit. Yes. We thought, yes. That, you know, 1200 calories. I mean, we hear that all the time as women. Yes. Oh, you should be at 1200 calories. And when I even started on my challenge, I thought that I would be, I thought they would give me 1200 calories and they didn't. They gave me quite a bit higher and I was scared to eat that at first. But I I think for me, increasing the carbs is because I am lifting pretty heavy. Mm -hmm. I think that's where it is 
the balance within your body and changing things up. I was so carb free for so long that my body's liking the carbs and it's good carbs. It's different carbs. It's the, you know, quinoa and uh, red potatoes and oats. I would have never woken up and had oats in the morning. And I eat that just about every morning and I've lost, you know, seven pounds when I started doing that challenge and uh, 6% body fat. Wow. I just went and did a dunk tank where you submerge your body in water and, you know, it's like the accurate way to get. Yes. It's the best. When you told me that I was so jealous, like I want to do that. I've got to do that. And it was so fun. My body fat was so low. I mean, (gasps) they said, you know, I was completely flabbergasted how I was able to get that down. And that is stopping that crazy, crazy cardio. That's stopping the crazy cardio. That's increasing the protein, that's strength training, whatever that means to you. There's got to be body resistance. There's got to be, you know, TRX. There's got to be weights. There's got to be whatever works for you. And because I don't build as much muscle, heavy weights are great for me. Yeah. And I know that. And that's why I do them. Um, I I love that. You're good at building muscle. So you don't Uh, need Yeah. And that's like a good thing for anyone listening. Who's like, what do I need to do? I think there is a piece of all of us, men and women who understand our body type. Like, you know, if you're generally like my husband is naturally slender, although he did find that through all this running, he gained 18 pounds, Andrea. And, you know, we were eating and drinking kind of whatever we wanted, but that's where your head goes. It's like, oh, we're training for a 50 K we ran 23 miles today. We can do whatever we want, which we know that's not true. And we were not really strength training because we were so tired. Um, but yeah, he, he gained 18 pounds and I have another friend who gained 15 pounds through training for his first marathon. So, but Ryan's slim, you know, like like his arms, his legs, everything, but he gained a lot of it in his middle, like his back and his midsection. And so he's been strength training, you know, he's also cut out carbs, but he knows he needs to lift heavier weights to get bigger muscles. I did not get that gene. I got the, <laughs> the Eastern European like rawr, gene of, you know, I do bar workouts or lightweights, but no matter what, it's strength training, it's body weight exercises, bands and lightweights. And if I don't include that, I'm not going to see a difference. And no, you're you know, not going to see any definition no, for your body no. whatsoever. And, and I didn't, I mean, my before pictures of the last two months, mm-hmm. it's like, what? what, like, what was I thinking? You know, but is something called fat skinny. And I look at my legs now, and this is the first summer I've been in shorts (gasps) on a regular basis. Oh, that's so cool. Every day. And the the cellulite lifting, everybody told me, you know, I paid for so many (laughs) shots for cellulite. (laughs) I've bought creams. I brought everything for me. Working out my legs two to three days a week has taken that. It's crazy what, yep. and, and I did hear that from trainers, stop running, stop, stop running down the muscle and start doing, but I, I mean, I, granted I do, I still do cardio and I know you do, but it's yeah. more of hill running for 30 minutes or yes. interval running, but it's, it is mixing it up. It's and, definitely and mixing it up. your body. 
because if you love running, you don't want to just stop, but doing it way more moderately and it kind of works well for us. We have this two-year-old Labradoodle who needs a lot of exercise. So we're kind of forced to walk, run Kobe, (laughs) Um, you know, but it keeps it moderate, like 30 to 45 minutes, you know, tire him out, tire ourselves out. Perfect. Not three hours on a Sunday that takes up so much time. Well, it does take up and that's kind of where you can get 30 minutes of a really good weight workout or strength training workout, whatever that be. And then 30 minutes of cardio and you're done where sometimes these runs would be so long. And so it kind of takes up so much of your day, but between, you know, adding the protein, hydrating for me, you know, with the salts, uh, strength training and this lower cardio, uh, more hit type cardio within doing that, I have insane amounts of energy. I sleep like a baby. My medication is barely any. I forget to take it all the time, which is highly not recommended. (laughs) I do recommend that. (laughs) Um, But I and my hormones and my thyroid. I don't, my thyroid is not low anymore. Now I'm balanced out. So there's so much to say about, um, you know, being clean and, and, you know, getting your body moving in the right way. Well, and I think the bottom line too, is it's almost like we're saying the opposite in a good way. Like we're not saying, okay, ladies, it's time to get real. You need to start running for two hours. It's all the things you thought you had to do that sounded so miserable are not true. Cause let's face it, you and I are kind of weird and that we were willing to run that much and that we yes. liked 10 mile runs, pushing strollers, you know, <laughs> that's true. most people don't want to. So I think it's a relief to hear, Hey, that's not what will get you results, but you've got to believe it. You got to trust us and try this, but it is a big, the diet shift is a big one. You know, like it is a big one. We have to really rein in, the food and the quality and choose the right things. Um, it is the and- quality and it's getting, I keep, you know, I'm working with my mom so much now and kind of yeah. you know, increase your protein when you wake up before. And especially after a workout, people don't understand the importance of getting a little bit of carbon, um, depending on, you know, the house great your workout was or how heavy it was. Um, you know, I had a really heavy, workout today heavier than I kind of have been doing. I had a really heavy strength leg day. And then I went um, with a friend and and we ran and we ran stairs. And so I was just famished. And literally in between that, I ate. I had a protein shake. I had some Ezekiel bread. And I eat again. I ate again right after my the run and the stairs. I had to break it up. Um, so you have to eat. But and the protein without that, you're not going to build. that too, you know, we were so scared of that. So for me, I mean, I probably do somewhere between 130, 160 up to 180 grams of protein a day. And that's a lot. That is a lot. But I, it's what I need to build and I can lift really heavy without bulking up. But the one thing people always say, oh, you know, you've toned up, you know, you don't see as we age, we kind of see our skin starting to creepy skin, the crepe and the skin, skin's going to sag. And that's just what happens as we age, but strength training, Mm -hmm. 
twofold will take that away, diminish that completely. It sure does. All those things, like the back of the arms, like I can't tell you how many women hold up their arms to me and they're like, help me make this go away, you know, and they like flap their arms. Strength training will make that go away. It is. It is. (laughs) It's strength training. It's working on your triceps. Yeah. You know, twice a week when when you're in class or whatever it is you're doing and that takes it away. I don't have those wings anymore. And I don't see the crepe when I bend my arm and kind of like look down on my forearm. I don't see that anymore. I don't see any creping over my knees. Um, I don't see the dimples. I mean, I have some great before and after leg dimples because I'm a cellulite person (laughs) and they're just, they're gone. Oh, they're that's gone. so cool. like, completely on the front. And that's all for me lifting heavy legs. And no, it didn't bulk me up. I think a lot of women are scared that they're going to bulk. And sure. unless you have that gene where you do really bulk, you know, you don't have to. My sister bulks more in her legs than I do. And so she just knows to go lighter on leg days than I do. Yeah. Uh, to avoid that. Yeah. But. And that's key is really you still have to you know, personalize it for you. Cause if I went heavy on a leg day, I couldn't, you know, but I've, I've tried it. And I think everyone just needs going to try, like try some different options. Don't be afraid to try the heavy weight worst case. So what you get a bigger muscle, then chill out on the weight for the next couple of weeks. And it, you know, you figure it out. Exactly. Um, no, that's so cool. Um, okay. So I feel like this just happens. And I have such amazing guests like you, we could talk about this for hours. And I think anyone listening would listen for hours because it's so (laughs) interesting because you're a real person, you're a real mom, like with, you know, like this huge family and a full-time job. And most people say, Oh, I'm too busy. I don't have time. But you kind of just threw all the excuses out the door and said, I'm making these changes. And now look, you know, we need to have a follow-up and maybe we hone in on one particular tactic or something in the future on another podcast episode. I'd love um, to. Okay. Love or to. even we, we do something regularly, like just to hear from, you know, hear from Andrea about <laughs> the latest and greatest, but I before... am trying things out constantly. Oh, that's so cool. Because I want to be able to do it or test it before yes. I can say, oh my gosh, this is great you have to do this. I love it. I love it. Well, and I do, I love that you, you know, we've made these shifts and they're the same, but different, you know, like we have, and I think that other women need to hear that too. There's not just one way to do it because that can even be frustrating. Like a lot of people tell me, I just can't do the super low carb thing. Like I just can't. And it's like, that's okay. Cause there's other ways to achieve results. That's not just my way, but it's a way, right? It is a way it is a commitment, but it's possible. And uh, all of it entails stop thinking fat-free, eat nothing. Yes. <laughs> and fuel your body. Being, yeah. Kill your body with cardio and eat nothing, but that's not it at all. Opposite. So, okay. I'll ask you one question before we wrap up today's episode, which is what would you say is your best advice for listeners today? Like what would be the one thing you would suggest? I would suggest, oh gosh, that's so tough. There's (laughs) so many things I would suggest. Um, I would suggest, as we all know, food is kind of 80% of this, you know, whole battle, but this other 20% has been probably the bigger part for me. So I would suggest people to go out and strength train 
find something four days a week, four to five days a week and strength train and start there. I love it. I love it. I would, I would think that is the best advice from you because that's what I'm hearing and seeing as the biggest change. And then it almost like triggered everything else. Yes. But once you overcame that fear of letting go of the cardio or something, you know, you let go of a lot of the cardio, you still kept some, but you picked up those weights, the heavier weights, and that changed everything. Yes. A thousand percent. And uh, I love it. So That is so cool. Andrea, I know you're posting a little bit and I don't know if your stuff is private and I just see it because we're friends, but <laughs> people might wonder like, how do I follow Andrea? How do I see her? Is there a way to follow you? Is that a thing yet or not? And that's okay if it's not. There is. I, I don't know if I'm private or not. I think I'm I don't know. Well, people have just my friend request you, but <laughs> yes, I think it's the a Bruno 23. So a Bruno 23. Okay. So a Bruno 23, you're going to come across Andrea and I'll, you know, I'll share that in the podcast details. Um, but you've got to come back. We've got to talk more and keep I would you know, sharing these tips because you're inspiring me for sure. I'm very motivated and I know anyone listening will be motivated and just, you know, being as open and sharing as much as you are, especially too about your anxiety and everything you've overcome, um, through this shift. It's just very appreciated. I, it's very brave. So thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you for having me on. And I would of love course. to time and answer questions or talk more. Yay. Okay. It's a plan then. We'll plan on the future. But in the meantime, everyone listening, thank you so much for joining me and Andrea talking about lifting weights, shifting the diet, no more fat-free, no more killing us ourselves with cardio. This has been another episode of Motivated with Liberty and we'll catch you next time. Let's do this. Yes. Thank you. This has been another episode of Motivated with Liberty. For even more inspiration and motivation, join me on Instagram at Liberty Bernal Fitness.